Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back, everyone. This is the Track Podcast. Thanks for liking. Thanks for subscribing. I'm Kevin. He is Gordon. Got a lot to get to today. Gordon, you were out at the Texas Relays yesterday, taking all the action. How was it? I didn't get to talk to you about it. So I went and watched the uh, Men's 800. We saw an interesting race there where uh, Bryce Hopple lost to a kid from Angelo State. Mm -hmm. Turns out he's 24 years old from Morocco, but runs for Angelo State. They ran 145, meet record. Pretty interesting. But the whole reason I went to the Thursday edition Mm -hmm. of the Texas Relays was for the fish fry. How was it? So let me talk about before I got to the fish fry. So I went with my colleague, Brian, Mm -hmm. our friend, Brian. We're like, all right, we have to get the Texas Relays. We're driving. We pull in, and they're like, you got to go. You can't. This road's blocked. So we're like, all right, we go to the other road. That road was blocked. We go to the third road. Third road's blocked. Go to the fourth road. It's not blocked. Go into the fourth road. They said, you got to go to the fifth road. So then we go into the fifth road. We finally get to the parking garage. It took us <laughs> Your first time in Texas Relays? I, I should have I've never driven to you. Texas Relays. Oh, I've only veteran. ridden my bike or walked because oh. my apartment used to be near the, yeah. the stadium. So it took me 45 minutes to park. I'm a veteran with a Manor garage, by yeah. the way. 45 minutes to park for... Thursday day where there wasn't a lot of people. There was like, it wasn't crowded. Right yeah. There. So I was like, Saturday, I'm not even going to try. What are you going to do on Saturday? I'm on a bike. Okay. All right. So I get in the car. I, I, we, we park. We're good. We get the credentials. Then we go to the fish fry and they're like, you need a ticket. Mm-hmm. I didn't have a ticket. <laughs> so you didn't get any? No. So we found a way to get a ticket. Okay. We got the tickets. So then we go to the fish fry and then the line, when I went to the fish fry a few years ago, it took five minutes to get the fry, the fish. Yeah. The, fr- the, 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 the fish fried was fried. Fish. The fried fish was in my on my plate in five minutes. What happened? We get there at like 7, 15. I don't get my fish fry till like 8.30. Mm. I waited in line for like an hour and a half. Wait, so isn't that when the 800 happened? Or was that 800 after? was at 7.09. Oh, so, so you right saw the 800. 800 first and then you went up. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, so we got the so we waited a long time, got the fish fry, had a few drinks, good time. And then, uh, yeah, 
Then so now you have a plan for Saturday. It's good that you went on Thursday. Yeah, work out some of the kinks. I got, I got all the kinks out. Yeah. There's a lot of kinks. They're all out, so we're good now. You're ready to roll. Yeah, Texas Relays is going on right now. There's uh, been some prelims going on. Someone's running fast at this moment, and we're not going to talk about it. It's okay. Well, we can. But we'll talk about it next week if it's really that fast. Yeah, but Saturday is like the big stuff with the pro 4x1s, 4x4s, the finals and stuff like that. Here's so. the big story with the Texas Relays. Is the win going to be legal? So I did a little reporting, and by reporting, I mean I walked outside because we live in Austin, Texas, <laughs> and I said, is this, is this 2.0? Because it's, this 2.0. it's been a little rainy. That would be a fun game if we could, like, yeah. can you predict the win? You turn the fan on in front of somebody? Yeah, just see, like, it's a 7. Uh, sorry. It's like a 3.8. So it's been windy a bit. It's been overcast and rainy. The weather is usually all over the place here. But I don't think it's, it's not crazy windy. Okay. Yet. When did you do this test? When did I do the test? Uh, about four hours ago. Okay. You know what the wind readings were for some of these races in the prelims? What were they? 3.9, 5.9, 6.6. Yeah. We had a 6.6 wind. Dude, that might be a new record. We might have seen history. I should have gotten down there. Has that been like a 10.0 wind? <laughs> I want to see it. Yeah. Okay. So here's what I'm thinking. 6.8. I found a 6.8. So my test Devin was, Brooks ran 13.21 in the 110 hurdles with 6.8 wind. There just must be a tunneling effect there, correct? That has to be the answer because did it strike you as particularly windy? You haven't been outside except probably when you walk from the parking lot in here yeah. today, correct? Okay. So um, that's nuts. That's nuts. It did not feel 6.0 when I went outside. I don't, Devin Moore of Carson Newman? What'd he get? 3.4 win, sub 10 in a prelim. It's pretty impressive. Anyway, I'm okay. kind of just randomly so watch the saying wind, numbers basically. and wins. Because it feels like every other year, the wins are insane. And then they run the real fast times, but none of them count. And then the next year, it's a little more calm. But Mackenzie Long, Ole Miss senior, she ran 10.8. Oh, 3.5 wind. 10.80, yeah. That's fast. <laughs> Man. Okay. It's going to be windy, folks. All the times are going to be windy. 10.80? Yeah. That's really fast. That's uh, that should be our A block. Mackenzie Long. That's just a prelim too, correct? What's our PB? All right, sorry, I'm 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 messing with the run of show. I yeah. know I know you hate when I do this. Yeah, you do a good job of it. Mackenzie Long, her PB was no, her PB was eleven forty nine. Well, it's does that have the NC yeah the NC State transfer? Does that have the NC State results on there? Yeah. Okay. Her PB was 11.49, and then she ran 10.8. It's a big PB. It's a massive PB. <laughs> That's a good one. All right, race starts. Show. I don't think we're recognizing how crazy that is. 11.49 oh, to 10.80. Well, I know, but it's 3.5, so it doesn't count. That's not, it's only 1.5 over 2. I know, but it still doesn't count. What was her, maybe she had a wind-aided. No, Did that's, wind -aided? Her, that's her wind, fastest wind-aided time. Wind-aided or non-wind-aided? Okay. Something happened. She, All in the game says Mackenzie Long had a good indoor season. She did. She ran 7-10 in the 60. Yeah. She was 7th in the final. Okay, well, yeah, that's, then that's a very misleading 100-meter PR, the old one. Yeah, but for in one year, you go from 11-4-9 to 10-8-0? That's what I'm saying. I think the 11-4-9 obviously wasn't uh, indicative, accurate representation of her talent because she she's ran— She's a senior. It's not like she's a— she ran, If you make the 60-meter final indoors, you're way faster than that. Maybe not 10-8, but she's not 10-8 still because the unfortunate wind. Okay, it's going to be windy, basically. Mackenzie Long might win the NCAA title. <laughs> That's the takeaway? <laughs> Love it. 
Love it. All, All right. right. Let's go. Let's talk champs first. One of your favorite meets, one of my favorite meets. You've been there, so you can lay a stronger claim to it being one of your favorite meets. And we had two incredible results in the 100. Let's start first on the boys' side. Buwaji and Krume goes 9.99. Now, he had run 10.02 before this meet. And the talk around champs leading up to it was about if Nkrume would be the first person to ever go sub-10 at champs. And he pulled it off. He won by a massive margin. If you've been paying attention to the juniors, you're paying attention to the Jamaican side of things, you know this guy already, silver medalist at World Juniors. And he just took full advantage of the big stage uh, that is champs. So Jamaica now developing a nice little crew of young sprinters on, on the men's side here with Nkrume, with Akeem Blake and with Oblique Seville, obviously his, his best days are going to come, you know, maybe not this year, although he could make a run at the world championship team. But if you're looking at Paris and beyond, he's a guy, he's a guy to watch. Yeah. You talk about how going into champs, everyone was thinking, could this be the first sub 10? I remember the last time I recently remember there being sub 10 talk was around Zarnell Hughes. Yeah. Who went on, he wasn't Jamaican, but he was, he competed at champs. He competed yeah. at champs for yeah. Kingston College, yeah. and he ran ten twelve, and everyone was like, "Whoa, ten twelve!" Yeah. Now, well, that was twenty fourteen. So yeah. almost ten years later, we're now seeing nine ninety nine. Yeah, pretty impressive. Yeah, and there's so much pressure at this meet. You look at the posts from social media; all the legends are showing up. There's all the talk. There's representing for your school, which is a huge deal over there as well. Too, is it the same as the World Championship or Olympics? No, but for these youngsters, that's a lot of pressure at an early age. Yeah, we see this. We we'll bring up the race here. Do we have that? Uh, yeah, the top one there. The top, the top race on the men's side. Nine ninety nine, man. What do you think? How? Like at the end of the day, it is still like you need to be in the nine eights, nine sevens to be yeah. an international threat. But you look at this race and how quickly <laughs> he pulled away from he everyone looks else. Looks to the side too. He looks to the side. It had a very confident looks like he's still like at his floor and not his ceiling mm -hmm. 999 is looking pretty good for yeah jamaica has to be fired up yeah they have to be fired up because there were some lean years post bolt on the men's yeah. side where you're missing finals not on the medal stand and then ne next last year you have the emergence of seville and akeem blake and then now you have in what i like about it too is he was competitive last year. This isn't a guy who just came completely out of nowhere, which is why he was getting the sub-10 talk. He had run 10.02. Now, all right, in the altitude in Colombia, like what does that convert to? He was behind Tobogo. But so to take a step forward from there shows you he's trending in the right direction, shows you it's not going to be a one-off. And he runs a time that there's a ton of history at this meet and nobody's, nobody's come close now. And he just blew out that field too. And when you're looking to the side, Go fast with some competition. So, Jamaica four by one. They're young. Yeah, you could put together. You could put. I mean, there's other guys that could be on the team, but you could make a solid under twenty two four by four or four by one right now. But you also you could throw Johan Blake on there. Put a veteran. He ran sub ten last year. Is Blake still? He's still going. He's still, he still going. going for Remember, it? he had that one fast time, really fast time last year. In the hundred, but yeah, he's he's still around. He's probably he's, going through to at least Paris. 
I would think he's going through to to Paris, usher in the next generation. I mean, he did run 985, so that's legit. So you got Blake at 985, Seville 986, uh, Akeem Blake at 993. You now have a 999 yeah. here from this guy. They have Devontae Burnett, who ran 999. Conroy Jones, 10 flat. So and a Delaney Walker, 10 flat. So you have other... A lot of people around ten flat nine ninety nine. But say the year of birth on those ones, other than other than Johan. Two thousand one, two thousand two, two thousand, two thousand two, two thousand four. And then, yeah, man, does that make you feel old? No, that makes me excited for the future of Jamaican sprinting because Seville just turned twenty two. Do I have that correct? Well, he's born March sixteenth, two thousand one. Yeah. So yes, just turned twenty two, and then Akeem Blake's a year behind him. 21, yeah. and then Burnett is probably 23. We could get, yeah. So in the next two, three years. And then this guy's 20. And Krume. And Krume is what? 19. 19. Exactly. In the next two, so some of those guys are going to continue to really, really flourish. They're going to be really good in 2025. I would say in 2024, I think. Yeah. We, but we could have a legit renewal of they're the gonna be really good U.S. In 20, Jamaica yeah, Ford will be good, but. 2025, they'll be at their final best. Final best. Yeah, the final form. <laughs> that's, that's serious. All right, let's go to the other side here. Alana Reed. Oh, my goodness. 18 years old from Jamaica. Crushes the champs record, which was held by Veronica Campbell-Brown. 10.92. 10.92 in this 100. She had never been under 11 seconds before in fact her pr came from the round before where she had an 11 16 last year at champs she ran 11 22 so she dropped three tenths in a year she actually didn't even make the jamaica team in the 100 for u20s she made it the 200 and got a medal in the 200 so she has international experience and she's proven herself but 1092 whole different whole different ball game and similar to and crewman on the men's side Taking down a, a champ's record. And this one has even more history attached to it because it's Veronica Campbell-Brown. Yeah, and the thing about, though, being a a good uh, female sprinter from Jamaica, it's like the worst situation to be in. Oh, well, the best. Well, best and, and worst. Yeah. It's the best because you're you're in the best spot, but the worst is like, oh, yeah, there's only just, you know, three of the potential all-time greats. Yeah. Currently running. Yeah. So, and yeah. three people make a team. Tough to make a team. Tough to make a team. <laughs> yeah. Well, you got the fourth spot. Fourth spot, yeah, but not year. on Olympics. No, you're right. You're right. But I, you watch this race and you just, again, you look at the margin of victory and you know this isn't a regular high school meet with the margin of victory. This isn't the Pennsylvania Division Three district meet. This is Jamaican I champ. That was a personal Were you Division Three? Uh, Pennsylvania athletes. What division were you? I'm sorry. I mean, I was division. We didn't have divisions. It was so, 4A, 3A, 2A. Okay. We Dis- were- did you have districts? Yeah, we had districts. Okay. I was trying to make a point that it wasn't just a small gathering of high schools. This is the Jamaican Boys Super and Girls Bowl. Champs. Super Bowl. Exactly. And there's a lot of people. There's people in that final who are going to be big names one day, going to be on the circuit one day and read one by a huge margin. Speaking of winning by huge margins, did you see the Akeni Simbene? Yeah, that was a little more expected. A little more expected. Was it expected by you, though? Because when we created the top 
10, 100 meter preseason list. You did not put this guy on the list. I thought we were a team, man. No, we're not a team. I'm oh. going to take my... You added him in. I Good added him. Yeah, you're Good welcome. Addition. You made us look smart. For making smart. us look smart because okay, but hold a on. week later, he goes out and does this. Do you want me to mention every time I make you look smart? That would be annoying to you because it would be... I don't know how often it would be. So we had him what? Oh, eighth. Okay. I think that's a solid spot for him. Yeah. With a 992. So Nkrumah doesn't have the world lead anymore. Akani Sambine does. Well, doesn't Omanyala have the world lead? No, because World Athletics never recognized the time. Yeah, but other people are. Oh, I, we he's our world leader. Yeah, we need a separate board. Yeah, we have two boards. Daniel Roberts, world indoor champion. Yes. And... He's not the world indoor champion. World indoor world tour, tour champion. Come no, on. he gets the world indoor champion. <laughs> we get to make the rules. We're making all okay. of the rules. But 992 in March. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty damn good. Is that... Don't people normally have like the whole like fastest time in March rankings? Yeah. Is that one of the fastest times it's in a little, March? It's a little different because some countries are starting their indoor season sooner than than others and there's meets down there and in, in, in South Africa and in Australia a little earlier but yeah he hasn't he hasn't lost a step he's certainly there and he's a guy who can can make finals so we'll see what happens when, when the rest the of the season comes time on in March all time I'm gonna say it's not how fast do you think I can find this information I don't know people love it though when you look up information on a podcast yeah because I'm giving them the news <laughs> all right we're gonna find this okay boom if I are we want we want to do what you just maybe if you googled it fastest no no no, no I didn't i'm gonna see if i can get fastest 100 meter time by month uh, it says 958 usain bolt nope nope what uh, what is it this doesn't want... exist this doesn't exist at least in the first couple pages of the internet yeah okay you ready yeah. next finish Boom. Boom. If you can beat Gordon, we should have a prize. Yeah, who can find it? Is this the fastest time in March ever? Couldn't you just go? Okay, fastest times in March. You ready? I could just... Mm -hmm. Oh, man. <laughs> so, Benjamin Azamati At Texas Relays. At Texas Relays last year. <laughs> ran 990. Yeah. 2.0 win. Probably a fake wind. Simbane, though. Simbane. In... 2020 ran 991 and then in 2017 ran 992 so it is tied for the third fastest time it's not even his fastest time in march so this whole thing was a waste of my time but uh it shows that he's been doing this in 2017 yeah, this he ran 992 in 2020 he ran 991 or 2021 he ran 991 yeah. so yeah, he's right there, and he's always been a guy who makes finals. So it lets you know he belongs in that top ten and the top eight, really, and is going to contest in that final. And can he have that that good race on the at the right moment in Budapest to get on the medal stand? All right, what's next on the rundown? Okay, Texas relays. Do a little bit of a preview here, and then we'll talk about Florida relays as well. So. Again, when you look at these relays, you look at the start list, you don't know who's actually going to be there. You don't know who's going to be on what team. Don't you just love track and field? It is particularly confusing at these relay meets involving pro athletes. College athletes, not so much because if a team shows up, then you're like, okay, there's a chance that person might come. But for the pros, you have no idea. 
I want to highlight a few folks. They're all like fake teams with fake names like USA Stars. Yeah. yeah. American Elite. I got my USA Stars jersey. All Star USA. Yeah. So I don't I guess what are you looking forward to? Is it more of the college stuff or the pro debuts? We're talking about Texas Relays? Texas Relays, then we'll do Florida Relays. Um I mean I'm really excited now about Mackenzie Long because she just ran ten eighty. Yeah. Which I did not see coming. But, in the open hundred, yeah. In the open hundred. But uh seeing what some of these college kids split in a four by four be interesting. Like bowling is probably gonna run a fast four by four split, see what he does. Godwin's in there too. Godwin's gonna be there. Uh Houston doesn't look like they have a four by one. They're not running a four by one this year, which is kind of crazy. Yeah, is that against the rules? Because yeah, we want Houston LSU four by one. I think, to happen I think they break the rules. I think they need to cancel the meet. Yeah, it doesn't. All the results are invalidated. Because, all the all the trash talk going back um, and forth. But notably, I think the thing I'm looking forward to most is seeing some of the superstars who we're going to be seeing running potentially in August. The Abby Steiners, the Christian Coleman's, mm-hmm. Ga- uh, Gabby Thomas's, yeah. uh, even Shakari Richardson. She's going to be running in the 4x1. Now, the thing is, you're not really going to get much out of a, a relay split, especially if it's a 100-meter relay split. Yeah. But you can see how they look. You can kind of tell, like, they look like they're in good shape and good form. And it's also just good to see them back on the track. It's been, like, six months since a lot of these people, yeah. especially the ones who skipped indoor, to see them run. So... It's not really about time. It's also about more just seeing competition. You don't really care about seeing fast times. You just want to see like a close finish. You saw that in the college races with LSU versus Houston. You want to see that. Yeah. It's not about fast times because of the wind. It's just about seeing the stars, put it on the spikes, and getting out there. Yeah, I want to see Terrence Jones in the men's too. That would be good. That could be fun. Won the 60. He's run a fast hunter before, but what can he do in the two? And then one pro that's not – solely focused on the relays, but she's entered in individual events. And this is what she does every well last couple of years is, is Gabby Thomas, right? She's entered in the one, she's entered in the two. She's run 2169 here. It was wind dated. She's run 22-2, 22-3. So she has this pattern to how she starts her season. And I want to see how this time measured up. It's awfully difficult though to forecast because of the, oh, you ran this time with a 2.5 and then last year it was a 3.6. It's just, it's very, very difficult to read too much into it, but you're right. Let's just embrace the fact that they're out there and they're running and relays are fun. Do you wish that the pros ran in the college sections? Like they made just like the t- best eight teams, whoever they were, like win in a, or best six teams. Yeah. Four by one. That'd be fun, wouldn't it? Because Bednarik and Coleman are entered in on a four by one. Like that would be cool to see them go against the the, the collegians. It just give you an idea of the, the speed that we're working with. Yeah, I mean, looking at the women's four by one, there's a team of Oliver, Tanisha Terry, Tiana Daniels, and Shakira Richardson. Yeah, well, that's a that's a good team. That's yeah. a team that could represent USA. You can see that being the four by one team. I mean, obviously, there's other big names not there: Aaliyah Hobbs and Melissa Jefferson, etc. But th- one thing I do though. This four by one at Texas Relays, where you see a lot of these sprint stars all kind of come together, it make it reminds me of my idea that we should decide USA's four by one via an actual trials format, and it's like, hey, yeah, you choose who you run with, and the, whoever wins wins, and so there's a little bit of gamemanship. It's like we the best are going to want to work together. They're not going to want to compete. So it's... I thought... Hold on. I thought you amended that idea to have relay tryouts. I thought that's what we landed on. Oh, which yeah. was one of your 
I got to say one of your better ideas. Yeah, take that back. No, I, this will be fun just for to see it, maybe. Relay Invitational. Yeah. But, yeah, everyone like comes a, back and they do another race for relay spots. Relay spots. Yeah. A month after, US, two weeks after USA's, yeah. hey, you want to go? You want to be on the team? Show up. Yeah. You don't? We don't want to hear you complain. Yeah. This is the time to do it. But your idea of people drafting other people to be on their team. But think, think about it. all that's the stories around like, hey, this guy's leaving the 4 by one team. Yeah. And like, ooh, wow, does this mean that this 4 by one team is now going to represent USA? It's mm-hmm. all going to be about the transactions between – It's like beach volleyball partners. You know, like – All the drama. Yeah. I was making an Olympic parallel. Well, they do that. Yeah, that's true. They, they, oh, I'm on this person's – I'm this person's partner. Then I'm nah, that person's partner. I am excited to see Marvin Bracey because we haven't seen him. He's in the 4 by one He's in the 4 by one Wait, so who's on that team? Do they have four Dude, names listed? it's a good listed? team. Christian Coleman, Kenny Benaric, Kyrie King, and Marvin Bracey. Because some of the 4 by one listings have just one person or two people. <laughs> oh, they have the same name twice. It's hard to figure out. I don't blame them. This is a tough thing to manage. So I will add this. I'll put a button on Texas Relays with Texas themselves. Texas 4 by 8 men. Someone in the comments last podcast or two podcasts ago when we were talking about the Iowa State potentially breaking the yeah, future yeah. record in 4 by 8 It's like, mm-hmm. what about Texas? Well, Texas is putting together a good four by eight. They got Cameron Haran, Creighton Carroza, Yusuf Bizimana, and Jonathan Jones. Mm-hmm. Carroza, Bizimana, and Jones are all well, they run last 144, night. 145 type guys. Didn't they all run last night? Yeah. They didn't run as fast, but it is windy. They ran. We've, we've established it's windy. Uh, Bizimana ran 146, Jones 147, Haran ran 147, Carroza didn't run. Okay. But Staying 146, fresh. 147, 147, and a fresh Creighton Carroza. So are you saying the collegiate record might go down? At Texas Relays. Yeah. Are they going happen. for it? Did you ask them about it? I didn't ask them about it, but why are you going to run it if you're not going for it? <laughs> a lot of reasons. Teacher, <laughs> why are you running it if you're, if not, you're not going, going for, for it? it? It's good. I, I thought you were going to talk about the Texas women's 4x1 because that could be really that good. Be, they already broke the meet record yeah. in the prelim. Well, I'm thinking bigger than that. Yeah. Because they definitely can. Julian Alfred needs another collegiate record. It's been three weeks since she's got yeah, one. Yeah, it's been too long. She needs it's, to. You know, like it's of... been 84 years <laughs> meme of the Titanic old lady. It's been three weeks since I last broke the collegiate record. <laughs> she's like, something's missing out there. Oh, I haven't broken a collegiate record. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, what? You have, she... what have you done with your life in the past? You've been lazy. So she's not in the open 100. No, I don't Correct. think so. Just a, just a four by, just a relay. Okay, let's go to the Florida relays. Also a good meet. Similar setup in terms of some pros, but a lot of collegians. You got teams like Florida and Texas A&M that are there. But there's a couple open events I wanted to talk about. First off, the men's 100 featuring, as of this recording, unless they had some scratches, Joseph Fonbelay and Arian Knighton. Arian Knighton in 100. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a lot of that. Neither has broken 10. Fonbelay hasn't broken 10? 10 is his PR on World Athletics. Man, if Fonbelay gets good at the 100... It's over. That mm-hmm. man, dude, he – it may not happen this year. may not happen this, next year. may not happen ever. But if he ever becomes a 9-8 if he becomes like a 9-8-9 100-meter guy, mm-hmm. his 200 is going to be insane. I'm excited to see this one. This, this, is a good, this is a good early season test. I know Knighton, 200 runner primarily. Fonbelay, better at the two because he gets going. Who are you yeah. taking? I'll go. I'll go Fonbelay. I go Fonbelay as well. It's 
His PR is only a few hundreds faster, but I'll, I'll go Fonbley. Men's quarter, you got Rye Benjamin and Quincy Hall are, are in there. Talitha Diggs is running the one and the two. And then Anna Hall running the eight and the four hurdles, which could be fun. Men's 200, Gardner, uh, Michael Cherry, Trevor Bassett, and then Marco Arop, medalist in the 800. He's running the 1500. Anna Hall's not running both the eight and the four hundred hurdles. I hope weekend, so. Is she? Are you really questioning if Anna Hall's going to run a bunch of events? Do you know what she does for a living? A bunch of events. Does a bunch of events. Yeah. That's... I mean, I guess it makes sense, but damn, impressive. Yeah. I, I guess if you're going to do a bunch of stuff, you practice early in the season. Stuff. Well, and you look at that field, look at that 800 field that she's in with. We know she runs ridiculous 800s, and we already did the math on how many last year, how many events she could have qualified for individually. But it's a legit 800-meter field that she's going against. Yeah. <laughs> and she's going to be fine. And... I did ask her what she thinks she could run a fresh 800 in. I think she said like 201 or 202, I think she said. So we'll find out. So I think she's run like 205 or 206 at the end of a heptathlon. Am I making that up? I could be making that up. I thought she ran a – well, at the end of a heptathlon? Yeah. What's her PR overall though? I don't know. Hasn't she run 203? Or am I making that up? I think you might be making that up. Okay. Oh, no, no, you're not. I'm not. Literally 203. I think she can run 20 – over under. 203.11 for her. At Florida Relays? Yeah. Going under. Yeah. It's fun to that's, go under. That's not on the over-under list, but I, I guess we could, we could add that if No, we're want. not adding it. Oh. Just oh, okay. Unofficial. You're the boss, I guess. I am the boss. <laughs> and speaking of being the boss, I don't like this chair situation because... You're shorter than it's me? It's making me shorter than you, mm-hmm, and I, I can't it. handle it. Well, this thing won't... Oh, there you go. That yeah. better? Yeah. It feels I, a little, I'm too short now? feels a little bit better. I just didn't like looking up to you. It's a weird feeling. <laughs> wow. Took that personally. <laughs> Do you know why, why I'm wearing the Phillies hat? Because they lost yesterday. I guess so. Yeah, that's why I'm wearing it. All yeah. Right. No. Uh, let's move on. Day Phillies Dodgers. That was yesterday. Should we, should we add that to the over under? Dodgers wins. Who's gonna make it farther? Oh, Dodgers. Phillies. Yeah. Dodgers made news because of the guy getting tackled in the outfield. I saw that. That was cool. Doing the proposal. I thought it was fake. You thought it was fake, probably too, because you think everything's fake. No. Initially. Like, Who's going to fake that? Well, no, when, you, when you first see the like the close-up on the guy getting trucked, you're just like, wait a minute, what? It looked strange. I didn't think it was fake. I knew it was real from day one. Did you? <laughs> you would be, in a couple months if it comes out, it was part of some viral stunt for blah, 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 blah. Did, did I ever tell you say, that, oh, okay. Did I ever tell you how I would run onto a baseball field or a football field or any a soccer pitch or whatever and get away with it? You did? Did I ever tell or, you how I would do oh, it to get away with it? Oh, you do it. Okay, this is more hypothetical. Gordon so this stuff. is what you do. If you ever – so this goes out – this is a public service announcement. If you ever had a major sporting event and you want to run on the field and get away with it – Don't do that. Don't. This is what you do. Don't listen to Gordon. You first buy a ticket with 50 of your friends. Mm-hmm. You have 50 of your friends sit on the opposite side of where you're running. So they sit, you don't sit with them. They have them sit in the outfield and you sit on the first baseline or one side of the football field or whatever. And you have them all wear, bring jackets. Okay. How long is it going to take? You have them all bring jackets. It's a lot longer wind up. And they all have jeans and a jacket and a baseball cap. 
You make the baseball cap a red baseball cap, and underneath all their jackets, they need to have a white T-shirt. You run on to the field in a white T-shirt, jeans, and a red hat. Mm -hmm. You run, and then you run into the stands, and then everyone, all 50 of your friends are sitting together. They take off their jackets, and then they're all wearing white shirts, jean pants, and a red hat. And then you blend right in, and then everyone disperses, and they don't know who's the one that ran on the field because there's 50 people all wearing the same exact outfit. The cops wouldn't know what to do because they see a bunch of the same people running all over the place. You have no idea who committed the crime. You get away with it. Because then if they say, like, oh, you need to stop, you're like, is it a crime to wear a white shirt and a red hat? No, it's not. It's not a crime to wear a white shirt and a red hat. This weekend, live on Flow Track, we're at the Paris Marathon. Don't forget about that, in addition to Stanford. Stanford Invitational is already underway, I think, isn't it? Yeah. It's rolling so. yeah. right now. So a lot of distance action there. Later tonight. Yeah, we previewed that on Wednesday. Paris Marathon should be good, too. Uh, Leonard Career for the U.S. is going to be there. Also, Guye Adola, the man who almost beat Id Kipchoge, which is an honor. And a privilege. It's his nickname. And a distinction. And something Gula, that... the man who almost beat Kipchoge Adola. Yeah, exactly. It's a long nickname, yeah. but it's a nickname. That's that's the Paris Marathon, which takes place on Sunday. I'm guessing we're gonna get some really cool results. Some people call one. it the Wayback. TM Wayback, the man who almost, almost beat, beat Iliad Kip Kipchoge. Kipchoge. Yeah. Although then it kind of got ruined a bit because when he lost that year in London. He got seven, or he got eighth. So seven six guys people get it, or seven guys get well, it. Well, but they actually beat him. They didn't almost beat him. But I don't, I don't count that one. It's better to almost beat him than to actually beat him. Well, okay. Would you rather? This is a stupid question. Would you rather almost beat him when he wins, so you get second, or would you rather beat him, but when then you, a bunch of other people beat him? It, it it seems to lessen the achievement, wouldn't you think? Yeah. If you get, not to mention you're getting fifth as opposed to second. If you go to a major marathon, yeah, and you finish it, and one of the star runners DNFs. Can you walk around saying like I just beat yeah, yeah. this person? Yeah, yeah. A lot of people walking around with Kenanisa Bekele victories <laughs> at, after some major marathons. Do you think there's a teacher I beat Kenanisa yeah, Bekele and then I'm, like all the years that he DNFs? I think it counts. Do you think there's someone who's like chased him around, be like I just want to get another win, like, just, or they just they want to get the win, so they're waiting for the next big DNF? Yeah, DNF chasers. <laughs> That's what they're called. I new, chase DNFs. New Netflix series. Uh, all right. Let's talk about Pen Relays. Another announcement. This is for one of the, the pro fields, the Olympic development fields. They're doing the 600 again this year. They did it last year. It was one of the most exciting races out there. This time we got Ajay Wilson, Natoya Gould, and Sage Herda Klecker all coming off pretty solid indoor seasons or, or last year's outdoor season. Like three women who you could see in a final at a world championships. Sage Hurtaklecker knocking on the door. That's a tough team to make in the U.S., but she's right there. Ghoul from Jamaica, the veteran. Um, last year, I think Mo won this race, so opportunity for somebody else to grab it. I see you looking at all-time lists. We always pull up the all-time list in the 600, and we think, can they do it? Can they do it? If they do it. It's a tough record to beat. It's Semenya, correct? 121.77. Ajay yeah. Wilson ran 122.39 yeah. in that, that same race. Yeah. What did a Thing Mo run last year? Thing Mo last year ran 122.74. Yeah. So she was less than a second away. And I thought she was going to – she – I guess the pace was a little slow, although it looked 
pretty quick because they're running 200 meters shorter than what they're used to. But will be cool to have Audrey Wilson back there from the area. So she'll get a lot of cheers. And Ghoul, as we mentioned, uh, Jamaican, she'll have the uh, the fans going as well. So. And then Sage Herder Klecker. She was there last year too. Some are saying. That was the that was the that was, was the that meet. The year? That was the meet. That was me when I asked her if she was Kate Grace. Yeah, the next the next Kate Grace. Yeah. And she did was... she didn't not say no. She didn't yeah. She didn't think it was a strange question like pretty much everybody else did. Yeah, she was like, yeah, I've been thinking about that. Yeah. <laughs> well you're like oh fifteen versus eight. That's yeah, 15 the whole versus eight. Genesis of the question. It's hard to think about where Gordon's brain goes sometimes, guys. <laughs> you gotta twist yourself a little bit in some logical knots to get there with Gordon. I'm working on it. Yeah. I'm working on my brain. But yeah, it should be a, a fun race. There's some other Olympic development races. There's going to be some 400s, some 200s, miles, steeple. But one thing I want to say, though, who came up with the phrase Olympic development? Should be already Olympic. It should just be pro. pro. Well, because they had some non-pros run in. Like we saw, we had some some pros are not pros. Well, we had some high schoolers in it, too. But maybe they just call it elite. Elite, the elite race, not elite. the Olympic development. Because Olympic see, some develop- of the some of the collegians are elite, though. I don't know. Just like, this is why you- has anyone walked around like I'm an Olympic developer? No, you, you say I'm in the Olympic development. The only people who are Olympic developers are like construction workers building That's the not- next stadium. <laughs> They're Olympic developers. Oh man! But like, you know what I'm saying? Olympic development's a weird thing. No one. What do you do for invite? I've heard they use invite too. I think elite, just elite. But some of the collegians are elite too. Yeah. If you're using the literal definition of all these words, you'll never you'll never settle on a name. But Olympic development also makes no sense because they're not they're not develop. It should be world championship development. Well, because some of them have already developed into Olympians. Is that what you're saying? Well, they're not training for the Olympics right now. They're training for the world championships. Oh, I see what you're saying. Anyway, this is good stuff, man. You're all you're hitting on all the key points that people want to know about in the world of track and field. People are going to take my advice of how to get away with streaking on a Someone commented, rule number one, don't listen to Gordon about running onto a sporting field. Rule two, see rule number one. Who wrote, Who makes these rules? That's a stupid rule. Yeah, rule number three, don't make your own rules. Don't do not do that. Um, all right. You want to do the over-unders? Or do you want to yeah. about something else? Over-unders? Okay. So let's pull up. So that. we haven't done them in a while. Well, yeah, because there hasn't, hasn't been much to talk about. So I got four here. Oh, uh, wait. What's the records? You have them. I'm 21 and 15. You're 15 and 21. So you have a six-game lead on me? Mm-hmm. So I need to make a comeback here. Yeah. So I think moving forward, I'm just always going to say the opposite of you. Yeah, go ahead. Go first. Drew Bosley, 28 flat, Stanford invite. What do you think? Over, under? Make it's going to be over. You see me over? What are you going to go? Over 28 flat? Yeah. Yeah, I'll go over. I thought you were going to take opposite. No, I'm ahead. I'm good. I'm just going no, no, to no, 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 no. You say. I'll go first on this one. Steiner. No, no, hold on, no. You really want to take over? Just take the under. No, no. He's you, fast. He's you, so good. You, then you should have taken the under. No, I just, I just, I'm just not feeling it. I think he's going to go over, but I think you should take the under. You should make your pick and I'll make my pick. I'll no, f- I, we'll what can I do to get you to take the under on that? Nothing. Let's keep it moving. Steiner, four by four split. Now, this is tough. It's going to be over. That's why I want you to take the under. We're just going. Because the coach told me it's going to be over. We're just, that's, <laughs> that's cheating. 
We're just going off of whatever results they put on the timing site for the forty for the four by four split. Let's just agree to do that. Okay. What if she runs? The, we have no idea what leg she's running either. The wrong leg where you don't get the split. Yeah. Like the first and second leg don't get splits. At all. They get combined. Okay, should we choose a different one then? No, we'll do it. We can watch the replay back and use our good old-fashioned stopwatch. Okay, 49-3. I'm going to go under. I think she's, her split's going to be 49.25. We're going over. This you is, thought you'd bait me. This is too easy. No, because I know it's going to be I know it's going to be under. Uh Shout out to Caleb, by the way. I'm her to, I think she's going to run under, but I don't know. I think we'll <laughs> over. No, I'm going over. 40, okay. Super like 49.4. All right. It's windy. Fair enough. Fair it's enough. windy. Okay. Let's go to some individual events. Okay. Florida Relays, men's winner in the 100. So we think the guys in contention for this would be Joseph Fonbele. It would be Arian Knighton. I'm going to pull up the whole – let's pull up the whole 100-meter start list here. Let me – let me grab it. Unless you have it in front of you. Oh, you took off the start list here. Let me see. Whoops, we're on the wrong day. Saturday running events. This is really great podcast of you looking well, you things changed, up. You changed the link, man. I didn't change it. I, I did change, you the, change link. the link. Okay, so there's three heats. Uh, Dede, Fanbelay, Don't Ask Samanto, Jelani Walker, who we talked about before. Knighton, Andrew Hudson, Bismarck, Also Moetang. Jamaican. Uh, Eric Duffy, Will Clay, uh, Asimoda, Murray, Mangorianga, Vanover, Rakoy Brathwaite, Forde, and then Lovett. So they seeded it basically. The, the the first heat is the top seeds. So you have Walker in there. We should mention him as well. Fanbelay, Knighton, and Hudson are the top. And Donesimento, the top top seeds. I think Fanbelay is going to win it. Uh, 10.03. And we're saying wind... Like wind illegal still counts. Yeah. It's like what's the time on the clock? So you're betting with the wind as well in this race too. All right. So where do you put going? I am going to go 1003 is real tough. It's a great line. I set the line. I'm pretty good at this. <laughs> if I do say so myself. I know what I'm doing. I'm going over. God dang it. That's what I'm doing too. Over. But I'm hammering close. the over. It's not going to be close. It's going to be like 1009. Well, Knighton ran pretty close, ran right at that time last year. It was a couple weeks later. It was, it was a couple weeks later. But it was at, That's this, the difference. at this track. But it's not a ridiculous line. We're both over. The weather's going to be fine. I thought about it. Well, it'll be, see if I can get a weather advantage. Did you look be, up the weather? It's going to be good weather. What did the weather say? Uh, weather report. Because we didn't do the weather report for Gainesville. 87. Like... It's going to be like 80, partly cloudy, 0% precipita precipitation, 17 miles per hour winds. Wow. Or 14 miles per hour. The other one, women's 200, invitational winner. So we talked about Gabby Thomas. Is that Texas Relays? Texas Relays, yeah. Gabby Thomas is in there. Also, Melissa Jefferson, Anavia Battle. Uh, Sears is in there from Tennessee. What are you doing? I'm doing the opposite. 22-1-0. Well, given the wind... And given that Gabby ran under 21.7 last with, with, with the wind, I'm going under. God damn. I don't want to do that. I'll go under with you. No, wait. I'm going over. You're going over? Not a bad – again, this is this is hugely dependent on if the conditions cooperate. What if I just do over every time for 
the rest of this entire year, would I eventually law of averages beat you? If I just never take the under, I just always take the over. Depends. What I pick, obviously. But I'm going four overs, and you're doing only two overs. Are you? Man, I thought I'll get you on the Bosley one because I just texted the coach. I said, "What's he running?" You and he can't. told me what he's running. First of all, <laughs> illegal. Second of all, you don't need to get it all back at once. If you even made up one on me every week, you'd be caught up in six weeks. Yeah, okay, but I'm going to get two on you here, and it'll be caught up in three weeks. Yeah, or it's going to go the other direction. All right, so we got uh, Drew Bosley, Stanford Invite, live on Trek tonight. We're both going over 28 minutes. So that's just him, too. That's not even the race winner. We're talking about yeah. him specifically. What do they say they're going to run when you talk to Coach? Uh, I think they're running like 28-15, 28-20 pace. Okay, well, if they're going at 28-15 pace, he could try to close a little, or they don't... 15-second close on the final mile, it's a lot. Not the final mile, but maybe the Yeah, I mean, two. maybe Drew's like, could, Woody it, I want to run sub-28, but I think they're going to run 28-15. All right, Bosley... I said he was going to run 28-18, I think, in the preview. Mm-hmm. So you're pretty We should close. run that back. Whatever that time I said, and if he runs that exact time, you give me... Crown him. I'll some, some dollars. Steiner, 4 by 4 split, 49-3. I went under. Gordon went over. Florida Relays, men's winner, 10-03. We both went over. And then Texas Relays, women's winner, 22.1. Gordon went over. I went under. Feel good about him? No, but it's okay. It's early. It's the beginning of the outdoor season. I'm going to make a big run when we get to the races that matter, like at USA's, NCA's, and Worlds, mm. where we're doing every single race, and that's where I'm going to every single rack race. It up. Every single race. We're doing over unders in every final for Worlds. No, we're not doing every single. I'm not going to give you the opportunity when you're behind by. No, a no, no, points. no, no. You can't do this little like. It's got to be a good oh, over under. I'm hurt. I twisted my ankle and killed no, no, no. two minutes on the soccer clock. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> We got to play. Sounds like someone lost you, you, at rec this week. You're committed. To did you guys playing. get beat at rec league soccer this week? We did get beat. Did someone stall? They stalled. They stalled. Like People hell. stall in rec league. They stall at intramural soccer, which That's is like, lame. bro, what that are we doing lame. here? Really? Yeah. Because they're in because they're out of shape, or because they're trying to run out the clock on the game. They're trying to run out the clock on the That's game. That's lame. They're like the ball goes out, and then they just like walk as slow as possible. That's lame. Like slower than anything I've ever seen before. You're there trying to get some cardio. Yeah, you're not. You're not there to run out the people guys, run out the clock in their murals. It's not EPL. There's a special place in that's, hell for you. That, yeah, that is lame. I, I know. Whew, thank you. So you can agree with me on some things. Yeah, that's a rare sense of just not even in terms of track, but in terms of life. <laughs> they care anything. so much about the win that it was like we're here to play soccer. Well, you were telling just, me about. The other issue with the league with people getting fights and I yeah thought, we got well, that yeah i said that's that's lame if you're taking it that seriously like don't you're an adult stop getting into a fight playing a game yeah we got kicked out of the first league and the second league we got a warning email yeah to be clear it wasn't you it though. wasn't me okay it wasn't you i'm the peacekeeper in a situation you're on a, you're on a big which is trouble but it tells you the situation on, on that team and on that league but yeah running out the clock that's bad too yeah that is really so you have refs and stuff yeah and they just let it they don't care because they're, well, they're like well, the they can, you know do that stuff like uh, they're, they're, they're not going to stop. The, they're not, no, well, they're not going to stop the clock and no. add more stoppage time because yeah, they're no, paid there's by no the stop hour. Time, stoppage time. How long do you play for? Twenty minute halves. Okay, so it's literally it doesn't stop for anything. No, if there's a free kick. It runs substitution. Yeah. It runs everything. 
So when the ball goes out of bounds, it's a lot of like, oh, okay, wait. Oh, no, we don't want to kick it yet. Hold on. Let's move it here. Okay. Oh, my gosh. And I'm like, dude. I need some cardio. Let's just play soccer. I'm trying to – I paid money. <laughs> exactly. You paid like, what, 150 bucks no, for the season? No, like 60 bucks. 60 bucks for the season? How yeah. many games? Eight games. Eight games. So a little less than 10 bucks a game. Yeah. For 40 minutes? Yeah. And, and yeah. I'm subbing in. It's not like I'm playing the full 40. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's subs. You know what you need on the sideline? Like what? the NBA players? A bike. A stationary bike. <laughs> Gordon stays ready. That's right. You're a dunker, man. Yeah. All right. Any questions in the chat? Someone asked, is it legal to bet on these races in any state? Asking for a friend. LOL. I wish. Don't think so. One day it will be. Gordon would lose even more money. All in the game says, want to see Anavia progress in the 200. Jordan says, Hudson is gearing up for a double at Jamaican Nationals. I'm excited about the Jamaican Nationals. It's so funny. On the women's side, you kind of got an idea of how it's going to go. But on the men's side, there's some uncertainty there, especially in the 200. Who's going to emerge? Who's going to step up? I think Hudson could could do it, obviously. But as we've talked about before, a lot of young talent on the men's side in Jamaica. Uh, Thomas says, Arkansas women 4x4 over under 321. Are they gonna, under are they gonna beat I mean, their, over, over. They're, they're not gonna beat their indoor time no it's still early we like, don't know who they're running either so wilson was entered in the foreign hurdles and scratch yeah, correct so she's probably just gonna run the four by four yeah it is it is interesting though to watch even though it is early the college kids are still relatively speaking in better shape at this point in the year than than the pro like they've done more meets because it yeah. just came off of like a serious indoor season and the intensity around the college side of things well you've seen it you've seen it from texas relays how intense things get and on the pro side whenever i've been out there the feeling is more of spring training pro bowl yeah well, we're putting together this cool all-star four by one let's it's so cool to watch these two athletes hand the baton to each other they're not even the same training group or they are in the same training group but they never run the relay so yeah. the, the difference in intensity is noticeable. All right. Do you have anything else? Well, I'm just waiting for the chat to come through. Some people in the chat were upset with me. What did they say? First message in the chat was... Props to the chat. Jordan said, can't wait for Flowtrack to talk for one minute about a sub-10 and 11 Jamaican at champs, and then 30 minutes about some random B-tier distance Whoa, runner. Whoa, Jordan. Whoa, Drew Bosley just taking... Well. Getting dunked on by and the it was chat. A, it didn't end up being the opposite? Yeah, it was <laughs> definitely the opposite. We're like, Stanford happened. All right, move on. Who's the number one champs fan in all of Austin, Texas? Me. It's Gordon Mack. This guy talks about champs nonstop. Yeah. Who wants to go to champs more than anybody who's never been? You. Exactly. It's total FOMO we're situation. We're going to next year. We, are, we almost were going to go this year. But then scheduling got screwed up, so we didn't go. But next year, we want to go. Yeah, jo Jordan. The same Jordan. We started the podcast going after you. Coming in hot. Hope you guys have learned your lesson in book champs tickets for 2024. Crying emoji. Uh, Khalil says, U.S. 100-meter athlete 10-10, Isam Asinga, high score, 18 years old, in the Florida Relays, 1.0 wind. Let's see how he progresses. Florida Relays, you got that one? What? Looking that up? What am I? Florida Relays. Men's 100. Or maybe the heats? I'm it guessing. just happened? Yeah, I think so. Well, you just told us. What do I need to look up? I don't know. Maybe there's something interesting about it. Are you trying it. to see if he's lying to me? <laughs> Dude, I am still in awe that Mackenzie Long ran 1080. I get it. It's a 3.5 win. Yes. 
But 1080 is 10 freaking 80. All right, so... And she ran 1149 last year. We're not talking about this enough. I... You talked about it a Kevin, lot, I think. No, we need to talk about this more. We need to do a whole bonus spot about Mackenzie Long. This is insane. 1080 is 10 freaking 80. Yeah. I'm sorry, but we need to have a discussion about you know that Charles Barkley mean it's time to have a conversation. It's time to have a it's conversation, have a conversation about no, Mackenzie you need, Long. It's, no, it's the Shaq one. I didn't I didn't respect your game. Oh, yeah. I didn't know how good your game was I or whatever. Yeah. I didn't respect your game. I'm just saying. Uh okay, he's a uh, Singa is committed to Texas A&M, according to Mouse Split. And the last result in here is a 10.06 wind-aided from FSU Relays. Pretty fast. Pretty fast. Oh, Khalil says he broke Anthony Schwartz's meet record of 10.15. Mm, that's a good record. But now they're saying, is it wind-aided? I'm not sure. Okay. Uh, Tony says, what goes around comes around. The Jamaican men's track and field is back. Bless the young moon. A lot of stars will be with him. You have stars like a Safa. We have stars like a Safa Powell. So, right. wait. So, do you, is it was it windy? People now are debating whether or not it's windy. The Florida relays one. Yeah. Okay. I'll just. Yeah. You, you're you're not good at looking up results. So I'm just gonna do this for no, you. No, I'm good. You just changed the link right before, underneath. No, it's not that hard. Oh, maybe they're talking about Mackenzie Long's. Ten ten one point oh wind. Okay, they're talking about Mackenzie's Long. Mackenzie Long was three point five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they're they're saying. Calm down. Is three point five. I'm not gonna. You go out and run 10-8, 3.5 wind. Hell, go run 10-8 with 11.0 wind. How many men can run 10-8 with 10.0 wind? I don't think that's the question. Not you or me. That's not, that's not the question. Or you or I. Look at the... Uh... What's it? Conversion. No, no. Go, hold 100 on. meter wind convert calculator. All right. So she ran what? 10-80. 3.5 wind. City, Austin, Texas, woman. It converts to 1098. Yeah, look at... That's good. Look Sub at, 11. She yeah. ran 1149 last year, and now she's running a converted to 1098. That's good. This reminds me of last year. Hold on. There was some crazy times last year, too. Hold on. Let me pull some of these up. Stand by. I'm, I'm standing. This will be worth it. Okay. I don't know. That's true, but... um, Hold on. It was college. Yeah. What are we looking up? Last year. Yeah. Solera Barnes. This is 2.8. Solera Barnes ran 10.82. Jada Baylark, 10.83. What did Solera Barnes end up running at NCAAs? She ran 11.13. Oh, shit. Or she ran 10.89 at prelims. Okay. So she had a bad final. But the win calculators, I mean, it's just an estimate. It would be a fun game to predict win calculations. So here's one. Toby Mokiawo. Uh, Boston University freshman 990 plus 4.6. Azamati had the 2.0 with a 990. Oh, Devin Ashane, the football player. Yeah, maybe feature Eagle. 10.02 with a 4.6. I just. There's a reason we have it at 2.0. Who decided that? Why don't they just make it 4.0? I did a show last year right after Texas Relays about the like the like what would happen if we didn't have wind limits and it would be chaos and it would be kind of fun for a couple of years because well this is what i think and we know we don't have a way to know for sure but everybody would want to be known as the fastest man or fastest woman on earth so they would just go and or find windy. find the, the well just the most fortuitous or the high altitude and there would just be this continual pursuit to 
Like if there was no regulation. They're just constantly one up each other, right? Yeah, and it wouldn't even necessarily – I think it would create this whole shadow track circuit where it was literally just about becoming the fastest person in the world, and they wouldn't even necessarily compete at meets. How fast do you think Usain Bolt could run 100 meters with a 10.0 tailwind, and he's running downhill? A 10.0 tailwind? And he's running downhill. Oh, 8.5? <laughs> oh, let me do the calculation. Yeah, 8.5, yeah. What was his best relay split? I mean, even with a flying start. We get we can find a way to make this happen. What 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 uh I don't even know. Minus ten point oh eight point seven nine at pen relays, according to Bleacher Report. So yeah, you probably even go faster. This says ten point oh win is good for a second. Depends how Right, so then you're talking about when Bolt was in 9.58 shape? Yeah, so you can that get you to 8.58. Eight, 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 and, and then, then downhill, downhill, another 0.5. Yeah, maybe. maybe 7.9? Yeah, maybe. 7.99, Bolt. Tampa Eagle, great pod. Gordon didn't say anything stupid. Then he followed up a couple posts later with until now. <laughs> I don't think I said anything stupid. You almost had the perfect pod. <laughs> Yeah, it's like trying to pitch a perfect game. Twenty-seven outs, and then I'm like on the the ninth inning. Yeah, two outs in, and, just and then I just like totally hit the, screwed hit up. The, hit the batter. Yeah, <laughs> just like him right in the head. All right, so what what are the big? So we got Texas relays, we got Florida relays, which are exciting. Obviously, the keep an eye on champs, and we're going to talk, of course, a lot more about Encrume and Reed. Penn relays on the horizon. The pro fields are coming together there, which is cool. A Paris Marathon this weekend. I think, we just, I think we just need to end the pod. No, no, I'm just I'm recapping it in my head. Like, what was the most important things? And I'm re- I thought it was a good show. That was a good show. A little mix of preview and recap. Stuff to look forward to. Is next this week. like inside baseball of podcasting? Let's, trying to... so let's recap our podcast at the end of the podcast. Okay, listen. Get the highlight reels. As Tampa Eagle remember would when say, I mentioned Drew Bosley. Remember, remember when you talked about running out of the field? So. That was a good. You did. Now that. You know, we're at the end of the pod, and everyone who's listening are like, they're already committed. I just wish it took longer, your story. That's what? my only hope. It's a good idea. No, it's not. It no. would work. No, it wouldn't. Imagine seeing that on the Fox telecast, and you saw they run into the stands, and then everyone in the bleachers First of all, took off their he's jacket. he's not getting to the bleachers. Yeah, he is. He's getting tackled. No. This isn't a rinky-dink Pennsylvania District you can 4 get it. meet. No, you're not getting out. Right. Security security's coming from all sides. No, you can run and get to the and, people get to and the, then there's people watching and then there's things called cameras on everybody in a stadium. How do I have to explain no, this to you? They're gonna they're not know. gonna have time to look up the cameras after the fact. They then they grab all of them and then they figure but out like, who it was and they let the other nine go. Do they have enough people to to handcuff fifty different patrons wearing red hats and white t shirts? No. Yes. At a at a game? No, they don't. At a professional sport. They're all event. gonna walk away. They're, no. they're not gonna be able to control that. They're able to control uh, one streaker. No. They're not able to control fifty. At a pro sports event, the I security you, you don't, the security at a sporting event that you don't even see is massive. Oh, come on, is massive. You think they're messing around? They're, they they're are not. Mess, they are messing around. They're coming out of nowhere. There's gonna be people in plain clothes coming out of there's the woodwork. Not, there's no like. Yes, there is, man. Yes, At a random is. regular season baseball game? Same thing as Disneyland. There's all sorts of stuff that goes on behind the scenes we don't even know about. I don't believe that. I think that if I wore a shirt and got camouflaged into a group of 50 people, they wouldn't be able to find me. 
Well, then you should try. It's the perfect heist. Jordan says I'm a fan of Gordon's collection of T-shirts. Thank you. This is right to Ricky Sanchez podcast. Another one. Say the name. How many shirts have they made? So, and you're mad because we don't have a single shirt. We don't have a single shirt. Yeah. Uh, Although we did get sent this shirt. We did get sent shirts. Yeah. Do you have the shirts? I have a shirt. I have my shirt. Uh, Keith Garland. Kyle Garland's dad. Shout out. Sent us these shirts. Gonna wear them at pen relays. Billy John. Explain it. Or you can't. You can't. You just gotta know. You just gotta know. Google Google it. it. Good. Just Google it. Thank you, though. These are great. We need more merch. More merch. Send us merch and we'll wear it. Yeah, because Gordon's never going to have his dream of making a shirt for the podcast. He's tried a lot of times, guys. I've been in a lot of meetings with Gordon. <laughs> He's like, oh, it might, you know what? It might happen now. I think Summer can make it happen. Right. I think we can make it happen. Thanks to uh, Caleb for producing. Thanks to the chat for listening. Yeah. And uh, tomorrow's April Fool's. You can do any pranks? No. Zero pranks. I'm really You'll ups- be at Texas Relays. I'll be at Texas Relays. I was really hoping that we could have a podcast on April Fool's. That worked out well last year. I remember that. For those who don't know, uh, an old producer of the podcast, I wanted to do an April Fool's podcast. I did. And you also did it. Yeah. Where all the stories were made up yeah. and we legitimized them. And there was fear that people would think they were real and then it makes yeah. us look bad because we're a legitimate news organization. I'm like, legitimate news organization? It's a fucking podcast. Whoa, whoa, man. Hey, we can't the... monetize this. We can monetize it. We're an hour in. They're no, not going to remember. That's bad. You can't... We got to go before Gordon cusses anyway. But what I'm saying is... It was a bad idea. It had We had really good fake track and field news stories that we were going to talk about they weren't throughout that good. the rundown. They were great. Shut up. They were great. They were not that great. Don't... They were good. All right. Anyway, there was a one time. I'm getting a text that says we need to go. There was one time where. breaking uh, news. Who are you getting a text from? No, I don't know. Uh, a few years ago, we made a prank where we said Beyonce was coming to Texas Relays, and everyone believed it. And then Texas Athletics emailed us saying you need to take that down because people are calling admissions thinking Beyonce is performing at Texas Relays. So it does not just prove the. Okay, anyway. No, it proves that people need to learn. April Fool's is not. Is... Anyway. I'm just saying, I want to do an April Fool's podcast. I'm very glad that it's on Saturday. I just want to say that, guys. Yeah. Well, when it's on a Monday, Wednesday, Friday next year. I won't be on it then because we, we've argued about this for like three years. Well, but... I'm going to win the argument this time because – You did it. The, the, where you should have ended it was in Shoe King. Shoe King was like the perfect walk-off. That was Because it was, it was audio only. It made a bunch of sense. It was There was one thing and you and Lincoln, particularly v- Lincoln, vamped really well. For an entire hour. That's where you should have let. And we got emails afterwards. Well, the thing about that podcast is when we recorded it, we started it. And then Lincoln said, this is a joke at the top of the hour. <laughs> you told and I was it. like, no, we got to start recording again. No, we can't tell people yeah, this is a joke. Yeah. People literally, we Email probably us, had yeah. five or six emails. Yeah, it's like, yeah, when's this coming out? Yeah. Like, can you guys send me the link to that podcast you guys talked about? Yeah. And maybe they were joking us, but I think a couple people. People want an April Fool's podcast. They're fun. Well, Link, yeah. You guys sold it well. You guys sold it well. Well, right. we're going to get one eventually next year. All right. The email address, flowtrackpodcast at gmail.com. Like, but more importantly, subscribe. We yeah. 20,000 YouTube subscribers by NCAAs. Wait, did we have 18.4 last time or do we have 18.6? We had 18.4 last okay, time. Okay, cool. We're up to 18.5. I thought we lost. No. So we're up to 18.5? All right. Yeah. So we're 1,500 away. Before NCAAs? Yeah. Oh, man. I'm sweating, guys. It's two months. Two months. That's 750 a month. Two easy payments of 750 a month. (laughs) All right. Thanks, Caleb. We'll talk to you guys Monday. Have a good weekend.